Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Patrick. That's sound guy, Joe. But her aim is getting better. <laughs> but her aim is getting better. I get it. I That's, got it. I quote that. That's probably the quote I use the most from Gravity Falls. If not, finally, a good reason to punch a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't even remember that episode. But. It's, it's when uh, it's, it's the first uh, uh, rivalry episode between uh, Dipper, and Robbie? Dipper and Robbie. Yeah, yeah okay. We're talking about Gravity Falls. Gravity, we're taking a trip all the way to Oregon and visiting a small, weird town called Gravity Falls. Uh, a Disney XD show yeah. that came out when? 2012. 2012. 2012. 2012. And, and lasted, uh, its legacy lasted well beyond that, too. Yes, it did. Um, just to start off, did any of us watch the show while it was coming out? I did <clears throat> with the first season. Okay. Yeah, I remember vividly watching the gas station episode where they're locked in the gas station with. Right. I think that's with the I two think that's, old people ghost. Yeah. Yeah. The, ghost, <laughs> the rap that killed the old people. That yeah. was pretty funny. <laughs> as well as Robbie's introduction. I didn't. Mm. I didn't like Robbie mm-hmm. at all. Which I guess is the point of that episode. He's meant to be a. a, a Unlikable. Yeah. Almost said a bad word. Ooh. It's to set up the rivalry. <clears throat> yeah, but I didn't like it, so I just I didn't watch it since. But because then I, of Robbie. Be, yeah. Okay. I, I didn't really like that episode. And by that point in my life, I was getting away from TV and moving more into video games. So I didn't watch it again until it was on, was it Disney Plus? Uh, it's on Hulu. Hulu. And I'm sure it is on Disney Plus as well, but it's on Hulu. So, yeah. And then I fell in love with it. Ooh. Now it's... Like, I've been, on this most recent rewatch for this, I've determined that it's, by my standards, a perfect TV show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what sense of the word? Every? So, I don't, like, have a mm-hmm. very big problem with it. Mm-hmm. The only problems I have are, like, little nitpicks. Mm. The villain is intimidating and mm-hmm. entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, the setting is uh, engaging and beautiful. And it knows when to end. Mm. It ended greatly. Mm. So by those standards, it's a perfect show. And I just realized it. Okay. You just realized it right now. I just realized it by that fits all of my criterias. Okay. I respect that, Patrick. Oh, uh, is this my first time watching it? Uh, ever. Ever. Wow. Uh, I watched as For much, this episode. Yeah. I watched as much as I could before <laughs> this episode. Mm. Uh, I got to like halfway through season two. Um, oh, oh! What was the last episode you watched? Uh, last episode I watched was the one where they played D and D and D. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure you love that episode. Nah, it was okay. <laughs> what? I mean, it's it's just I've seen D and D done better in other shows, like regular show. Uh, like the Community. Okay, fair. Um, but I mean, it's they didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I've I've enjoyed it. I really like the show just because I think it com. The care I like TV shows where episodes can stand alone, but they're also part of a larger story. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the episodes in this show, it's are like you can watch it on its own and be like, oh wow, Gravity Falls seems like a cool show. But then like if you're watching it throughout, you mm-hmm. can see how everything kind of ties together, mm-hmm. which is great for any TV show. You appeal to the person who's watching for the first time, and you also appeal to the person who has been watching since episode one, mm-hmm. which is the way you want to go. I, I think that part of it is really special to me. Also, I do like the sort of uh, 
as much as it's not, it still kind of is the older, younger sibling dynamic. Yeah. Uh, no, they're twins, just with, whatever. Yeah, they're twins, but Dipper's smarter and acts that way, yeah. which kind of sets him up to be the older one. Mm. Uh, I, I always love sibling dynamics in shows, and I think this one does it really well, mm-hmm. uh, where it's the idea of, like, the reason why siblings get pulled apart is the prioritizing themselves over the other sibling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in most of the time, it's not even entirely wrong, but more so just disregarding the other's feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I, all those dynamics that play between Mabel and Dipper uh, throughout the show, I absolutely adored. When um, What's-His-Name gets brought in, Stan, when Stan and Stan get Stan brought Stan. in. Uh, <laughs> and Stanley or Stanford? Yeah, exactly. And there's still that dynamic kind of playing oh, into yeah. it. Uh, I loved it. And then even uh, today doing like that, my last little bit of like research beforehand, mm. discovering all the stuff around the show and the small mm. details in the show. Mm. Uh, it's, it's been really fun just to like dive in. get. I'm sad that I did not watch the show while it was coming out. Mm, yeah. Uh, I watched the show regularly up until maybe the end of season one. Like I never finished it until this past year. Uh, I think it was earlier in the summer. Um where I'm like, you know what, let's watch it and actually finally finish it. And then for some reason, I watched like season two, like three more times <laughs> just because. Um, and yeah, it's it's an amazing show. It does a great job of not having fillers, but aren't fillers like <clears throat> every episode has its thing, right? It, it may not have an overall uh, impact to the to the plot of the entire show, but we get uh, world building, we get character progression, uh, character building, excuse me, and at usually at the very end, we get a little bit for the plot of the entire thing, and that's always nice. Yeah, I mean, even even if it depends on the episode, some it's like a little bit, some it's a lot more, mm-hmm. um, but. In every episode, one of these plots, side plot or main plot or whatever, A plot, B plot, whatever, mm. is contributes to the story as a whole. Yeah. Uh, even when it's not <clears throat> entirely that, like with, uh, what's her name? The rich girl. Pacifica oh, Paci- Northwest. Paci- Pacifica Northwest. Like, all of her episodes aren't really, like, in- tied into the main plot. Mm-hmm. But with her arc, you get not only do the siblings grow in parts of her arc, but then also the, like you mentioned, the lore of the Mm -hmm. world builds, um, which kind of helps tie everything together when you reach the end, because without knowing about the Northwests, you, uh, and the way they are as people, you don't really get like the history of Gravity Falls. Mm -hmm. So it's it's like each of those, every, the focus of that episode isn't the Northwest story, but viewers are told about that part of the story through those characters. Yeah. Are you prepared for spoilers? Or do you know everything already? I know everything already. Okay. Everything, everything? <laughs> Maybe not everything, well, like, everything. You know, There might the be show. like two uh, two episodes and some details in the last ones that I haven't, like, sure. uh, that I don't recall. But, uh, like, I got a plot synopsis okay. of the whole show, so I, got, I know how it ends and all okay, that. Okay, great. Uh, listeners, we're going to spoil this show, so... Don't yell at us. Yeah. (laughs) Don't yell at us because we're spoiling a 10-year-old show. Yeah, just recently turned 10. Yeah. Happy birthday, Gravity Falls. Oh, my gosh. You're right. Does that kind of make you feel old? 
Oh, it makes me feel ancient. <laughs> it makes me feel ancient. It feels like it feels like I've, I've been watching this for like a few years. It, it, it was like a few years ago when it first released. You know, that's what it feels. I think it was the last kids show mm. that came out, which I fit that demographic of like its target audience. Like, oh, like I even remember. I think Gumball is is younger than it. I remember when Gumball came out, and then yeah. Gravity Falls was like the last one. And then by that point, in my life, I was like. 13 I was like yeah. I'm too old for this time for what did I watch as 13 year old ancient aliens <laughs> in the history <laughs> channel <laughs> and that that kind of goes with the whole theme of the show so now let's let's get into that uh this is this is better than Scooby Doo in terms of the whole mystery and sci-fi and weirdness yeah, type of for deal, sure. you know uh, I don't know. I think it's tough to compare things to Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo came out at the time where like there aren't a lot of like mystery TV shows in mm-hmm. the first place. So just having something is amazing. Well, I, I say Scooby Doo because like like ask anybody of a show that revolves around mysteries and weird stuff. Scooby Doo is probably up there on the list. Yeah, but yeah. now Gravity Falls definitely most likely on the top. Yeah, it does, it does it so much better and then mm-hmm. the overarching plot leaves you wanting more, yes. which you can't really say the same in a Scooby Doo show. No. And, and that's like that's Hanna-Barbera's whole thing like this is supposed to be a monster of the week show uh and we just there's no real progression out of anything just it's a day by day thing. But, but Gravity here, Falls, instead, it's more development with characters, yeah. it's development of a larger story, it's uh, an even, like, a world-building element to it as mm-hmm. well. At, at around the 2010s, uh, with this show, we, we've we gotten a lot of other shows that aren't just, like, generic, let's get this show running for as long as we can to make money, you know, and not have an actual story. But, like, during the 2010s, we kind of started getting more of, of the shows that have a certain – that have lore, that has a plot, that has a beginning, middle, and end. So we have Gravity Falls. We have Adventure Time, regular show even, you know. Like, we have a lot more shows coming out of this time that is – that branches out or, or kind of bring – reels it in for, like, concisiveness, I guess. You know what I mean? Uh, the there's no like ambiguous endings at yeah. the end of a season. When the yeah. season ends, you know if there's going to be another season. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least for most of those, I will say there's some that. Or way. like even if there is an end, yeah. there's a lot of shows that just end and that's that's it. There's no like, and that's chapter close or book yeah, close, and this, whatever. And, and this is where we leave the characters. Yeah, there's right? none of that. It's like no. we left the characters. <laughs> In the same way that we would any other episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't so, a lot of credits to Gravity Falls for that. Now, I think the biggest draw for Gravity Falls is, like, like the fourth wall-breaking mystery stuff. You know what I mean? Like, in, in the intro at the very end for, like, one frame, we get, like, a little Bill Cipher yeah. flash image, and there's the whisper. I think you know I, I think mean? a big part of the appeal is that like sense of like there's something going on here, yes. which is which they're able to do, which not a lot of shows are able to do. Where you're like, what 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 is this grander thing that the show keeps poking? And even in the first the first episode, they make it obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stan going into the the vending machine and he's like, and down to his lab. Yeah, down to his lab that we don't know is a lab at the yeah. time. 
Uh, and it leaves that sense of like, oh, so what is Stan up to? Mm-hmm. And then so you kind of get that. But then the show starts adding more of this like, oh, there's a, there's larger things. Like mm-hmm. uh, the fact that McBucket, McGucket, McGucket, the fact that McGucket can build machines. And we learned that like in episode two. Yeah. And then it just we just move on past it and then he's edit- a kooky old man yeah. that has, that's a master engineer yeah and, then we, <laughs> and the entire cast just moves on as a viewer you're just like wait there's there's something there why aren't you why are we moving past this yeah right uh, and that's what the show wants it's like yeah there is something there you just gotta stay tuned mm-hmm. uh, this the show has a unique a unique way of communicating or interacting with the fans with the viewer that no other show that I know of ever has done so like with the cryptid messages at the end of the episode like in the credits uh there's like like a text or whatever that you can decipher and stuff yeah, the last to find frame, out clues for the next episode yeah the last the, frame the last frame of every end credits mm-hmm. has a uh encrypted code yes uh and i think i love how simple they made the encrypted code because it is ultimately like a show on a kid's channel. Yeah. So you need kids to be able to access it. And most of the encryptions are pretty easy if you just Google encryption stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them I even figured out myself while I was, or a few of them I figured out myself while I was watching because it's like the numbers equals letters, the alphabet, right. piece of cake. So I remember I was leaving for work one day and I was fishing an episode. I saw it and I was like, I can be a little way too late to work. And I, and I wrote <laughs> and I went through and I deciphered it. It's the one that is like uh, happy now, Ariel, where it's the message from the guy who wrote the show to his sister. Oh. Um, and I was like, at first I read it. I was like, who the crap's Ariel? Who is Ariel? And I thought it was going to be part of some big old mystery. And it's, yeah. no, it's just a message to his sister. Yeah. This show, this show does an amazing job of doing that throughout the entire series. And like the whole thing with around the journals and all that stuff. I have a journal. Right you here. Have the journal. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So, so, so journal this is number three. This is an audio podcast. Uh, you guys can't see this, and since patience isn't here in the studio, you still can't see it. <laughs> but this, I'm pretty sure it's like like a air quotes replica of the actual. At least the cover journal. is. Yeah, me and, and some of the pages are. Yeah, me and Joe were talking about. We think like uh, like these this portion of pages, like uh-huh. probably up to here. Uh, where I th- somewhere around here is where it is, and then it starts going into Dipper's memories, which is like a yeah. recalling of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like towards s- the end, yeah, and then yeah, and then there's there's like all this weird stuff, hiding places, yeah, yeah, and there's there is like encryptions in the journal for you to explore as well, which is super fun. Yes, uh, even the author's message uh, it has like a really easy to decide uh, encryption where it's like the highlighted letters. Mm-hmm. It just says stay weird. Yeah, uh, which is which as is we a should. nice little message. As we should. Um, yeah. So where else do we want to go with this? My <clears throat> least favorite. That book reminds me of my least favorite episode of this entire show. Which all of these episodes are good. It's a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. But however, one that one episode that was just kind of mid for it and then ruined it at the end was the Love God, in which mm. Mabel uses the love potion to make Robbie and that other girl fall in love using a love potion and then they she just like you know what i can undo this but i won't <laughs> I, that's it, no, i get I it Cause i mean because she uh, she undoes the way things are uh using godly powers and then hmm. it messes everything up so she's like i can do this again 
But that won't fix things. No, she keeps the people in love, even though they're it's against their will. And and then the defense against that al- that argument in the like community that was debating whether or not that episode was good said that oh well in the book the love potion says it's it'll run up it's only temporary <laughs> but that's not presented in the show I so it doesn't matter I thought uh, Cupid did say it was temporary the I don't remember I, I love John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. I don't remember him saying such things. I I could so, be misremembering. I just think that's very selfish it, of Mabel. It I is mean. a weird ending, but it is. Uh, I do understand the lesson learned because, frankly, if I I would probably have been through the same thing where if I like changed fate and then it all like went backwards, I wouldn't change fate again to back to what it was because it could all go backwards again. Yeah, yeah. I understand where she's. I just from. don't like love potion stories either. Oh, I hate love potion but like, stories. It's so love... it's so rapey. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Forcing somebody else to be like, "Love me, no." Love me. But like, if if Wendy was real, Joe, you need to stop. I would not. <laughs> I would never do such a thing. Well, and I, I think I'm she's not like saying a love 17. potion, but like, if she was real and no. our age, <laughs> like she was hell. probably your awakening. No. 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 <laughs> okay. 15. It's okay. She's 15. But we were watching we're the show at that time. My She's we were watching the show while we were like 13. But we're not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite episode was Seuss and the Real Girl. Oh. Not only because of all the video game like imagery, mm. but it also predicted Five Nights at Freddy's. Or uh, Doki Doki Panic. It did. Because there was technically it was a month after the game released, but before it got big. There was a uh, there's animatronics fighting him. Oh right. yeah, because uh, what's her name Monica? Mm-hmm. Uh, took over them. It's it's a uh, Doki Doki Literature co- Club, Literature Club. I it's wouldn't a, say that. It, it's the it's, it's the dating Sims. Yeah, yeah. Dating uh, Doki Doki isn't really a dating sim. It is, but it is. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> it, it's a it's a dating sim with that weird twist. It's pretty much the same twist. There it is. But Doki Doki's different. I mean, it's it's basically the same premise. The, the idea is uh, dating sim. <laughs> both are the same premise. It's the, yes. it's the dating sim where one of the characters, uh, spoilers for Doki Doki Literature <laughs> Club, as if that matters. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's a dating sim uh. where the because the dating person is programmed to basically be a yes woman, the idea is that, like, that yes woman side of it becomes psycho and yeah. weird and just wants you always forever. Uh, and uh, yeah, I get you know I guess it is Doki Doki Literature <laughs> Club esque. That's literally what it is. Oh, uh. it also had a lot of the probably one of the best jokes of like, oh you're oh he's in heaven with grandpa and then grandma goes no he's not in there. <laughs> oh my as, God. as well as doesn't Seuss, she look down? Yeah, she looks yeah. down. As well as Seuss going, oh the kids. The kids will pr- protect. What's her name? The girl. Monica. The, the kids will protect Monica. And then the woman there was like, "These children are twelve. <laughs> you do a really good Seuss. Thanks, you dude. You do a really good. Thanks, Seuss. dude. Are you him? Am I Seuss? Yeah. I could be Seuss. You could be. Uh, your journal says Seuss is uh, Alex Birch. Oh um, shoot. Is he? Is that really? It says it is on he the in ver- your thing. Is he the voice? I understand, but like, yeah, that's what I'm asking. Okay. Uh, and the voices of Stan, Seuss, Bill. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the dude who wrote the show is also like three of the voices. I always love. I always love it when uh, creators do that. Like they have uh, a hand in their own show, other than just being like, "Hey, I made it." 
I love that. I love it, hate it, because I love it for him. Because yeah. he get he, uh, it is his show, and for him to be able to be the main parts of the show is really mm-hmm. cool. But I, I also like Disney is a, a big company with big money, and mm-hmm. th- there's plenty of star- struggling actors who are probably fit for the role as well. Yeah, but like if you had your own show. I, I would definitely voice my Okay. Yeah. I, I would do the same thing as Alex Birch, but I don't, I'm not saying – I don't like the fact that I would do that. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> if I had big money, though, I would try to hire people for the other parts. Maybe he did. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want to talk about one of the best Disney villains of all time? Bill Cipher? I love Bill Cipher. Yeah. I can write an essay on Bill Cipher. I love Eldritch Horror. <laughs> yes, because you love D and D. I mean, not even that. Uh, I my introduction to Lovecraft and mm. Eldritch type stuff was a different tabletop game called Cthulhu mm-hmm. uh, with my friend running it, and I just I, I love the the idea that things can be just so horrific that it. Or, that like you can't understand the level of horror. Mm-hmm. That it just there. doesn't compute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the the whole Lovecraft thing where it's like and I get, like I couldn't even look it in the eye and I can't <laughs> describe it to you now without my brain rotting. Yeah. As it's like it's something that's so the that sort of mystery to a bad guy is not something that you see a lot. Mm-hmm. That well that's actually engaging because like Bill Cipher could have been. Le- could have been the same vibe, but then also have that just uncanniness where it's like, oh, but it's not really intimidating. But no, you you get him, like, one of the first times we see him, he pulls teeth out of a deer and then puts them back in, yeah. and the deer's just fine, and you're like, oh my gosh, if he can do that, <laughs> if he can do that, <laughs> and just the design of Bill, like, it's Eldritch Horror, yes, so therefore it's an unimaginable thing, but the design is just He's a he's a he's the Illuminati yeah, symbol. It's with also the top fami- hat. With it's the top familiar hat. as well. Yeah. Uh, it's like oh, I know this isn't good because I know Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and then also the fact that that same imagery is everywhere in the mm-hmm. show. Subtly, the, the viewer doesn't realize, but you're being conditioned of like this is this is bigger. Have you ever noticed like in the woods, um, the trees? There's like. It's not carvings or markings, but like a natural growth thing. But they look like eyes. That there's eyes on the trees. I didn't notice. No. That. Yeah. Take a take another look. It's creepy. And so, uh, Bill Cipher's eyes, of course, watching everyone and gravity falls and stuff. And yeah. And like the whole attitude for Bill, he's like, yeah, you know, let's just do the thing. You know, if if, <laughs> if I gotta destroy everybody in this town, let's I don't know, just just do it. It's very nonchalant and like <laughs> yeah. If you're if you're an all powerful nightmare <laughs> being, then t- you're totally just doing yeah. things for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, it's just it did everything. They did everything right with Bill. The the deceivingly sincereness of him yeah. to where like when Dipper makes the deal with him, it seems like. It's like there's nothing wrong with this mm-hmm. deal. Just to just be a pup, taking a puppet, no big deal. Oh, puppet, you meant me? Mm. Oh, it's it's that twist that just like it, it sells the fact that this dude is so much above everybody else. Mm-hmm. And it also mirrors in his defeat because he gets uh, bested by the characters because of his own selfishness, and he couldn't comprehend. Why would you save all of eternity for your stupid sibling? Mm-hmm. I think that's the exact quote in Puppet Master. Uh, and I, it reflects perfectly of the sibling dynamic that the whole show is about, as well as how working together and being a family can destroy even the most powerful triangle 
known to man, the bane of all geometry <laughs> students. <laughs> it's the power of love, man. Um, and he and he flips the switch between menacing and entertaining and funny uh-huh. instantly. I love it when whenever he's on the screen, uh, even even like when he's like having his normal monologue, he's being funny, and then like he turns to like this ugly, scary thing, you know, and then just goes back to normal. Like yeah, you know. That's, that's, that's what he does. That's, that's that's what happens. That's just his deal. Yeah. Um, going into the sibling thing, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I wanted to highlight, I mentioned it a little before I want to dive into Yeah, more. let's go. The the si- the sibling dynamic, the si- the type of relationship that the show ad- shows as the normal type of sibling relationship. Mm. Uh, shows like this, whether intentionally or not, teach kids how to interact with their relationships mm. everywhere. With this specific siblings relationship, the episodes go uh, and start adding more and more to this idea that, like, you have to be the one to sacrifice for your sibling. Mm. But it isn't, like, it doesn't say, like, who should sacrifice for who in any of the episodes, but it's in, it's more so when they see that the other sibling is hurt, mm. that's when it's time to make some sacrifices. When you hurt your sibling, make some sacrifices to amend that. And it's, it's, uh, we see that in the pig episode Waddles. where we get waddles for the first time yeah uh we get it in the uh the halloween episode oh yeah yeah uh, summerween summerween is all of these episodes that uh, push this idea of like you you as the sibling have to make the sacrifices or mm-hmm. else your other sibling won't or your sibling has been making all the sacrifices maybe it's about time you do as well mm-hmm. Um, like the it, it doesn't put any it, it puts blame on them, but it doesn't like make it so that they're the villains, but rather gives them a point to where they can redeem themselves every time. Yeah, which I think is great for showing kids. It, it give it as someone who had a iffy relationship with his brother growing up. It's good to see this idea of like like it isn't too late to redeem yourself to your sibling. In any mm. of these episodes, there are plenty of points where it's like oh it. The characters could have been like, it's already too late, but instead they always want to have their siblings back, which keeps it going. Yeah, that ties into the whole like central um, uh, theme for the show of growing up. Uh, constantly throughout both seasons, you know, we uh, the overall theme of of this show is growing up. Like this is their last summer as kids before teens or whatever, and. As you're growing up into it, being a teenager, the worst but best years of our lives, um, we want to do things more for ourselves and be more selfish. So I, I assume I don't have a sibling, but I assume um, as siblings, they instead of doing things together, especially since these two are twins, um, they want to do things and for themselves, by themselves, discover who they are without their sibling but in turn they could hurt them so they gotta like learn lessons on how to be better and that's part of growing up yeah i, I like what you're saying with the twin side of it because it is mm. a thing uh, i've heard i haven't i'm not a twin yeah um but i've heard and it's kind of been this way with me and my brother because we were such similar age to where when you're growing up to a certain point you kind of share an identity with your sibling mm-hmm. um it it's not it's less I'm for myself it's less I'm Patrick and my brother's Felipe and it's more so we're Patrick and Felipe mm-hmm. and that's the thing when you hang out with 
one of us you're hanging out with both of us mm-hmm. when you uh, when one of us invites you to go do this thing it is highly likely the other one comes mm-hmm. but as we reached our teens just like uh, uh, Mab- uh, Mabel and Dipper we started wanting to be our own identities which pushes that conflict and I, uh, it can go unhealthy if it, there isn't that sacrifice to be like okay I don't always enjoy what my sibling does I don't always like to be around them blah blah mm-hmm. whatever it is but this is a relationship I value, so I should do X, Y, Z. Yeah. You got to make sacrifice for your family, for your siblings, but also you got to learn how to do things for yourself and take care of yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. Love family. <laughs> family. <laughs> Y'all want to play a game? Let's go. Let's do it. <gasps> All right. So uh, this one, uh, I've been meaning to do a game like this for a while, but I can never really think of an idea. This one came easy. So this is, uh, is this a Gravity Falls creature mm. or some random creature somebody made up and added to the D&D wiki? Oh, fun. Ooh, I like this. <laughs> I like this a lot. For you fanboys and uh, Jared with a journal, uh, <laughs> it's going to be very easy probably, but let's see how it goes. So first off, starting off pretty slow, we got the multi-bear. That's a uh, Gravity Falls monster, <laughs> yes. One of the favorites. Yep. Uh, next up, we have the Dimensional Shambler. Ooh, that sounds like, uh, is there a both option? That There's sounds like not a both uh, option. That That's, sounds more sounds like, made up. That sounds more like D&D. That, that is a D&D wiki option. All right, next up, we have the Phantom Feeder. Like feeder as in food or with feet? Like, uh, as in food. <laughs> yeah, as in food. How's it spelled? Uh, D&D. I'm going to go with Gravity Falls. That is the D&D wiki. Hey. No. <laughs> we also have the Spider Council. Spider Council. Oh, um. I don't remember Spider Council from, yeah, I think from it's D&D. Gravity Falls, so D&Ders. D&D wiki. Okay. Uh, next up, we have the Cooler Monster. Cooler Monster. Oh, man. That could be. I think that would that's be a, Gravity Falls. Yeah, that would be a great. Gravity Falls jo- one-off joke. Uh, it is Gravity Falls. It's not a one-off joke. It is actually uh, the little brain stem that they find in the fridge at the gas station. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, Bigfoot. Uh, that's uh, come on. That can't be both. That's not both. <laughs> so it's Gravity Falls <laughs> gravity for sure. Falls. It's Gravity because Bigfoot is from around that area. Yes. It might have been out of D and D wiki, but they didn't make <laughs> nobody who made the D and D wiki at. Nobody made up Bigfoot and then put it on D&D Wiki. Because remember, I see what it's a creature someone made up for D&D Wiki. I see. Uh, next up, we have the Doppelganger. Doppelganger? Oh, um. Like, are you talking about the clones? And Yeah, the printer clones? Dipple? Dipple? Uh, Multiple I'm, dippers? I just got Doppelganger here, Doppelganger. y'all. Doppelganger. Um, I'm going to go with Gravity Falls because one of the jokes in that episode was that all of the clones are thinking the same thing, and I thought that was really funny. I'll, so. I'll say, I'll, I'll. I'll be on the opposing end and say D and D. Okay. You dare oppose me? <laughs> this is the D and D wiki. Okay. <gasps> I was hoping to catch y'all thinking it was the shapeshifter. Oh, but, right. That, but that just completely flew over, no. I guess. No. <laughs> uh, and last one, we have super termites. D and D. Um, super termites. I would like I super, super termites. termites to be real, so I can let them go into city hall. <laughs> um, let's go with D and D. That's Gravity Falls. Really? Uh, that's with uh, Gideon when he shows up to try to get the deed to the mystery shack. Uh-huh. One of the things he does is he brings the jar of super uh, Egyptian, oh. su- cursed Egyptian super termites. Uh, and then uh, Stan just grabs it and throws it in his face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, totally, totally missed that. Cool. Yeah, and that's a game. Yeah. Awesome. Speaking of games. Games. This has a game. 
Yes. It has a IRL game. Uh, it's a treasure hunt. So the creator of the show, um, Alex Hirsch, um, after the finale of the show, uh, he sent out, I think, like on Twitter or whatever, um, an image of a statue of Bill Cipher that we see at the end of the actual show. Um, but like it's a it's a live action image or video or whatever. And then he later announces that uh, that here's a scavenger hunt for all you Gravity Falls, uh, yeah, Gravity Falls fans out there, because you love mystery stuff so much. Here is a globe trouting treasure hunt, and I think the prize was the unreleased pilot episode of Gravity Falls. Like, like. Oh, uh, that's what it ended up being. Yeah. Yeah. So I was looking into this before we started this episode, mm-hmm. but I wasn't able to finish the video I was watching. I was super intrigued. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is an ARG, is what they're called, alternate reality games. And cool. you see, the Gravity Falls definitely isn't the first to do this, but it, really? it is a grand scale. To, Overwatch did this. Overwatch did this. Rick and Morty is doing it right now. Rick and Morty is doing it. Uh, it's Overwatch did it to reveal Sombra. Uh, in a lot of the tr- trailers and uh, cinematic shorts before Somber was revealed, uh, Overwatch fans started finding these codes and whatever and starting to interpret it to figure out what it was. And then when the fans were like pretty close to the end of the trail, that's when they announced Sombra. Yeah, th- these ARGs are pretty common, but Gravity Falls had a big enough following, so a lot of people jumped on it. I never it was heard also of- a lot bigger than most other ones because this was like a lot of places in the u.s a few places internationally yeah russia england um australia yeah i think something like that but yeah. usually args are from what i've seen mostly digital it's like you, oh you end okay. up in this, that makes sense you end up decrypting something and it gives you like a website url or something like that or that ip was... address that like gives you your next uh, MatPad does that often. Yeah. Uh, but in this specific case, these were the clues and whatever for this ARG were physical. Physical and real, yeah. Was, and in real places, like the one in Russia in the St. Mm-hmm. Petersburg Cathedral place, mm-hmm. uh, like at the shrine in Japan. Yeah. Like all of that is it like... It's going to be like in a college in, in Europe or whatever, but, but the college or the university said... No, we don't want to do this anymore. And, and then, no. <laughs> and then Alex Hirsch like Man, like uh, pivoted and like gave him another clue to go to another place. Yeah, yeah, it was a little messy from what I've seen so far. Yeah, there, but there were like same, a few setbacks. At the same time, like the fans are dedicated and they end up finding everything anyway. Mm-hmm. But I loved like this this uh, all, everything about it was great because like uh, apparently the voice actors also joined on the search. Yeah, the one who uh, did Dipper. Yeah, the one who did Dipper and the one who did. Uh, uh, one of the other characters, I think. Oh, Wendy. Grunkle Stan. Um, well, Grunkle Stan is that is Alex. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, well, there's like voicemails. Yeah, there, there's you know? multiple phone numbers to call. Yeah, uh, and then those phone com- phone numbers would lead to an automated voice message from Grunkle Stan. But it was in reverse. In reverse. Yeah. Which, which, in terms of ARGs, easy. Like that's like the first step you do when you have weird audio, mm-hmm. but. Uh, but it just adds to the fun. It's of it. cool. Yeah, there's a lot of like reverse audio stuff in the show already, especially just in the intro. Imagine the scam caller that called. <laughs> you have some dude trying to scam Grunkle yeah. Stan. I don't yeah. want to hear about your card extended <laughs> warranty. Oh, did you know? Uh, totally unrelated, but like, there's a phone number you can call. It's it's the Holland Oats number, and Eight, like five. Eight six seven five three zero nine. That is not Hollow Notes. Oh, 
<laughs> just stalks some random person. No, out it's there. eight six seven five. <laughs> that's three, a nine. song, but that's not Hollow Notes. That's a song though. Uh, but like, you call this number, this Hollow Notes landline, and it's just you get to like pick any song from uh, of theirs and listen to it on the phone. It's just like a weird, cool thing. Oh, that's yeah. very cool. Yeah, I think there's also something with like. Um, Pharrell Williams and like the song Happy something similar to that too oh why would anyone go looking for that song I don't know okay because they're happy (laughs) anyways back to Gravity Falls (laughs) yeah so uh, this this started in like a thing in Oregon I'm pretty sure and travel all around the world Uh, people were like actually going to these places and I'm pretty sure there are some people who like got on planes and stuff to go to each and every one of these things and kudos to those people who like managed to figure it out and I don't know how long did it last do you know I I'm pretty sure this is wrong but the official wiki says it ended within the month that makes sense it started in July of 16 and ended in the August to be fair Alex was very direct with his hints yeah like it it, this wasn't like I've seen most of the ARGs I've seen growing up. Uh, I've never been, really been involved in them, but like watching them from afar, mm-hmm. they, they're pretty complex. Like the one for Sombra being revealed, they're the one of the like the things that had to be decrypted was like an original, if I remember right, was an original <laughs> cipher, which meant that people had to figure out reverse to figure mm. out what the cipher was. Uh, it wasn't like one of the traditional ciphers, I think. Mm-hmm. Or it was a cipher that was hidden in a different video. Whatever the case, it took people forever to find, and there were no hints from devs. Hmm. So, like, whereas Alex, when it takes like longer than a, than three days for people to find stuff, he starts getting worried and throws out a hint or something. So it made it a little easy, uh, easier, but at the same time, I prefer that. Yeah, because it's it, supposed to be fun. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun, and also you don't want to be stuck on the same like uh, lead. Clue, yeah for mo- months on end or yeah. days on end even weeks like it's it's not fun at that point mm-hmm. it becomes a job so like you're probably right people did go on planes but f- from the wiki all of the clues were found by different people there, mm. it was not just one guy going oh, around cool. the world and um the person who fa- one of the people that found the one in Los Angeles was Ariel Hirsch Oh. Alex's sister. That was the other. Pr- cool. It was so the that's vo- pretty cool. It was Dipper, and not, I was thinking other voice actor. It was Dipper and uh, uh, Ariel Birch. Cool. That's so Hish. cool. Her- Hirsch, like Hershey's, but without the e's. Mm-hmm. Oh, do I keep saying Birch? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> uh, sorry, Alex and Ariel. <laughs> because we know you're you're listening. You're definitely listening. Oh, of course. I I would love to add like one of those little uh, ciphers into this episode somehow. Oh. Okay. Would you like it to be a I don't know how well those translate into audio. I don't know. Would it be a backwards thing, which Probably. is very obvious? That or, or be like, like in the description. Oh, that's no. that's pretty good. Uh, right? What what is it? It's sixteen, five, uh, I think fourteen. Uh, yeah, I'll figure this out. Y'all keep going. <laughs> the most simple one is one four three, which it translates to I. Love you. Aww. So that's the most typical one that people use when mm-hmm. it comes to ciphers. There's also, like, I did a bit of research on this, Caesarean ciphers, sure. which are what the Gravity Falls uses. So, mm-hmm. like, a letter corresponds with a number yeah. or uh, vice versa. So, like, one equals A. Yeah. 
B equals three, stuff like that. There's also non-Caesarian ciphers, which are weird and much more difficult, Mm -hmm. like Zodiac Killer level difficult, Mm -hmm. in which there's intentional typos as well as codes hidden within them. Mm. And those are nigh impossible. Mm. And the people that figure that out usually often work for the CIA and yeah, stuff. Yeah, become like, uh, what is the word, like cryptologists? Crypto- yeah, cryptologists. Cool. Uh, I think, I like I've, got, think- I've got it, I've got it, right? 16, 5, 14, 9, 19. Uh, I would say DM Jared the answer <laughs> once you figure it out. Yeah, leave it um, on the Instagram. Leave it on the Instagram. Okay. Say it one more time. Uh, it is 16, 5, 14, 9, 19. Okay. Don't tell us the answer. Uh, <laughs> not even after the not episode. Not even after? Okay, no, no. Yeah, like, sure. like whenever this episode releases, you know, and you'll know. I can't wait for somebody to DM you the answer to this <laughs> encryption. <laughs> I hope somebody does. Like, I don't even, like, you're just saying numbers. I'm like, okay, sure. Uh, because I was thinking something like, I don't know, like maybe in the description or like the URL or like uh, throughout sometime this episode, we say something post and put in reverse. I don't know. I don't know. This one's just for a joke. We could actually put some little secrets. Sure. Let's let's do both. <gasps> and we and, and the audience won't know which one's which. Well, we can put the, we can put one of the hints towards my real name. Okay. Because since we already talked about it a little bit. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you mean. Wait, what's happening? <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's we can talk about it after. You're right. <laughs> One of the clues in uh, Rhode Island was thrown away by the university because yeah. they didn't want it there yeah. anymore. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was. Is I'm guessing it was like some janitor just found a piece of like paper somewhere. It was like. What eh. is this doing here? Tosses it out. <laughs> I know. I know. One of the. Um, Actual prop things were like was found by accident. I think it was. Oh, it was. So, at a certain point, uh, people found like this jigsaw puzzle, and they had to like put it together as like two thousand pieces, and that'll lead to a clue that's like I don't know. I think it was like a fish or something. I don't know. Uh, um, but but somebody found the clue from that the clue that the puzzle was leading to by accident. Somebody found that. Okay, but Alex Hirsch said. Okay, the puzzle isn't obsolete. If somebody like completes the puzzle, the two thousand piece puzzle, I'll or they get they get to see that uh, unfinished pilot of of Gravity Falls or whatever, like before the entire thing finishes or something. It was something like that. It was actually really cool. It's like it's it's a way so that something doesn't go wasted. And who knows how many like months it took to prepare for this whole entire scavenger hunt. And, yeah, you say that this happens all the time. This is the first I've ever heard of, oh. of like, physical yeah. globe trouting. Uh, this is the first time I've heard of it being, like, a physical. Purely yeah. physical. There was Halo's I Love Bees for Halo 3. Or, okay. No, Halo 2, rather. And it was both online as well as physical, but it was just pay phones. Like, oh, people would ring pay phones. That's cool. That is cool. But that's cool. This was a very – this was around the globe yeah. type of thing. And all to come back to Oregon, I think. Like, at the very same spot where, like, everything started. Is, I'm pretty sure. Is there, like, the statue? That I think that's real. Real? I'm pretty sure that's real. Okay, yeah. Because I, I thought, like, the whole thing, the ending would be, like, the physical statue that was at the end of the last episode I think that was, show. like, the first clue. That, no, no, it wasn't the first clue. No? Maybe. There w- I thought the statue gate was, like, if you find the statue, it'll give you the clue to go to the like, No, the clue, the clue for, the first clue was Russia. 
okay. Um, and that was in Alex's tweet that started uh, it. Um, gotcha. So I'm guessing the statue just wasn't. I'm pretty sure that's a real thing. I'm I'm sure it's a real thing too. Like I'm I'm sure it's like one, it's one of the in Oregon. <laughs> one of the things in the last episode is some like riddle about a park. And yeah. I, uh, so maybe it's out there somewhere. Yeah. In some park. Cool. That's like that's super cool for a kids show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Right. Like. Also, a show like this is going to inspire things like cryptologists in yeah, the first place. Yeah. So to have something like that, it's like imagine you're a kid who's interested in the show and you find out about this whole like uh, uh, crypt, uh, uh, just good at ciphering, hunt, yeah. whatever, and you join in the community, you figure it all this out, you have a great time, and you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to do. And you become the rare few people out there who, like, want to grow up to be a cryptologist. And all from a freaking show. All from a TV show. Just from a cartoon, man. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. It is insane. <laughs> <laughs> it is insane, dude. There's there's probably... I know there's a lot of other cool things to talk about this show, how just this whole entire journal... I haven't read all of this stuff, but... It's cool but, that that exists in the real world. Yeah, right? Like, this is another cool physical prop from the show bestseller. that we have. Like, it's 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 real. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> He's actually anybody just can have, the Bible. Yeah. Anybody can have the third journal. It's 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 insane. Like, look at that. Like, this this we, one page that so I have bookmarked. What I was telling, it's insane. Yeah, what I was telling Joe earlier is that, like, if this exists... Then that means, like, Alex, either before or after, wrote, which I'm guessing before, mm-hmm. wrote out the entire third journal mm. before, like, the show. Oh, right. Yeah. Because be. when he flips through, there's tons of, like, unused pages. Definitely. But it, that somebody had to sit down and yeah. draw that whole thing. Yeah, like, like, have we seen these things? These pranksters? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen this. In the show, but th- these are the categories of ghosts because we see category one and we see category ten, but right. we don't see all those in between. Paper. It's insane. So yeah. that this, my muse was a monster. I was a puffet. F was right, and then there's like all these like, like weird. In- those, those are ciphers. Yeah, yeah ciphers. Those are, there is these like, mean something. There, there is a decryption for that somewhere. I yeah, where it is. Uh, but like, those are all letters. And and I'm pretty sure, like like these have real clues to have to do yeah, with the actual the, show. Buying this book means your own like decryption yeah. adventure. There's numbers up here. You know, it's it's crazy. It's insane. This show is insane. It's a total um, mind mind f word. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, the the decryption stuff is also great because it isn't just like answers to the show, but mm-hmm. a lot of them are also like not red herrings, but like uh, leading you in, th- in the wrong direction kind of yeah. thing. Where like some of them are just like Welcome to Gravity Falls, mm-hmm. and you're like okay, well, just cute uh, fun things, whatever. But then like you'll get one that's like uh, teasing like the next episode, or, or one that mentions like what's with this tattoo on Stan's back, oh. and you're like. What is what with the t- tattoo? Is there bag? something that we should know? But in reality, it's nothing more than an injury. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So it's like all these things, like even the ones that don't aren't anything are still something because it makes the viewer who catches it be like, oh, oh, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a pipe in the first one of the first episodes or uh, in the first season somewhere sure. that on the pipe says like uh, Bill is watching oh. um, and it's really early on in the show I think maybe before we even see Bill in the first place mm. I'm not wrong but it, uh, I might be wrong on that but like 
if if it is before we see Bill in the first place, then imagine you're watching the show, you see the cipher, you decrypt it, and it's like Bill is watching, and you're just like, what is well, who's, who's Bill? Who's Bill? And then it just, yeah, huh? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's so good. A um, uh, great thing about like these clues and stuff is like you get an answer to a question, but that answer leads to more questions, and it just keeps going until everything's done. I would gambit my bottom dollar yeah. that Gravity Falls will be remembered as the best Disney Channel original show ever. I don't know, bro. Wow. They got Phineas and Ferb on there. No, Ooh, no. Phineas and Ferb, mm. while good, no, does not hold a candle. Gravity Falls does a better sibling duo thing than Phineas and Ferb ever will. But Phineas and Ferb is a classic. Eh. More people hold Phineas and Ferb dearly. I don't. Falls. I I used to like. I remember watching Phineas and Ferb. I was like, yeah, I think it's cool. I like, got the two seasons, and for some reason, like, out of nowhere, I'm like, I hate this shit. <laughs> show. No, I, I don't know why. I don't. I don't even know why. Like, I I will watch and I'm like, can I, no, stop, no. I want to change <laughs> the channel. I hate it for some reason. I don't even, I still don't even know. And also, that's an endless summer. Well, not endless. It has an ending now. But like. That's in that's a summer. There's 112 or 104 days in summer vacation. There's more than 104 episodes. Okay. This is the longest summer ever. It's been yeah. like three years. <laughs> <laughs> but Gravity Falls, they stick to the whole three month summer thing, and that's why it's only two seasons. It's crazy. Yeah, I I guess. I don't know. I just like it. Phineas and Ferb. That, that's that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Anything else we want to say? The theme is oh, okay. is iconic, yes. but I like better the twist on the theme in the finale. So Weird we're just gonna Weird Mageddon. So uh, this played during Weird Mageddon three, the big fight, and we're just gonna we're just gonna wrap it off with with this playing in the background. How about that? Okay. All right, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show and on TikTok at Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore Show. Don't forget to listen to us every Thursday from 12 to 1 live on the Eagle Radio Live 365 app. We'll see you on the next one. Stay, stay oh, see you later, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. <laughs>